Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, all you true sayers, all you fact liners. Welcome to the Banished Apostle Podcast. I just want to say, my name's Chris. We have the lovely Justina. Hi. And I almost forgot to not, or almost forgot to unmute her. But besides that, I just want to go ahead and put it out there. We have a bunch of social media things. We have Facebook, we have Instagram, we also have TikTok. <laughs> and um, it is at the Banish Apostle Podcast. So go ahead, look there. We're always going to be putting up new information, whether it's actually pictures to describe what we're talking about or just funny stories that are happening in our life. Which is some nonsense. Like uh, about two weeks ago, we went, no, not two weeks ago, a month and a half ago, we went to um, Roswell. Roswell was freaking fun, right? Did you have a good time? My friends, we you, haven't gone yet. Right. By the time you hear this, though, we would have gone. <laughs> So in that, did you have a good time? I I don't know. Is that, is that, is that where you're going to go to? No, no. I wasn't <laughs> going to say that. Because here's the thing. I booked this Motel 6, and it was for a good price. On Motel you know? 6. Um, but we're about to see. So every time we've booked hotels, <laughs> they don't look too bad on me. Oh, I'm so sorry. Remember that time on our way back <laughs> Arizona. It's like the only time we booked a hotel. Well, no, we've got a hotel when I was like when I was pregnant, um, when we we're going to Texas, and so they, we've had randomly had hotels here and there, and they have always been like ghetto. No, the one in um, Laughlin was actually really good. Okay, that one was like a friggin' steal too. We got it for like twenty seven dollars. Twenty seven dollars that night, and it was so nice. And we dan we went downstairs and gambled what like ten bucks. And lost. It was five, and I think I stopped at like two dollars. We can't do it, guys. We're not those people. <laughs> so, anywho, we'll see what the hotel looks like. But I'm going to say that we had a grand old time because it will be your birthday, friend. We had a gay old time. Um, and Chris is turning 31. Yeah. Besides that, Dang. so we have a bunch of social media stuff. We're gonna find some aliens. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go. I've been doing a lot, a ton of research on Roswell. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. But it is going to be a uh, episode just because I want to give my take on Roswell and what I think is actually going on. But besides <laughs> that, besides that, if you guys have any stories or any like um, paranormal activity that occurs around you, hit us up at uh, the Banished Apostle Podcast at gmail.com. But today we're doing um, a spooky, a spooky things. Are they spooky? We're doing a spooky things. And we're going to be freaking getting into it. We're doing a little bit of half this, half that. And it's like this and like that and like this, Anna. And like so, this and like that and like... If you guys don't understand these references, go home. <laughs> turn off this podcast, shut down your phone, toss it against the wall, and say nothing. What's wrong with me? <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> no, say nothing. Just, just walk <laughs> away. And if you have a wife or a husband or a girlfriend or a friend, just look at them. Make your eyes really wide. And then flicker your tongue. It's always going to end with a flicker of your tongue, okay? And then walk away. <laughs> Be like uh, Voldemort, okay? Harry Potter. I was like, what are you saying? Or but is it more like Harry Potter? I don't know. No, no. can't remember. He always sounds like... Oh, yeah, he's like he's wheezy. Yeah. Harry. No. He can't have enough air. Harry This Potter. poor guy. Anyways. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like, getting off track there. He's so left right now. <laughs> um, yes. You're a wizard, Harry. 
I don't know, maybe we'll do something. I should have done that accent the whole time. Oh, okay. Geez. So we're going to be doing a little bit of stories, and most of these stories, and by most, I mean all, are from thegrimstories.com. Now, I warn you, if you go there, you will find spelling errors galore. So if you have OCD in the spelling world, or I think this is a bad way of saying it, being a word Nazi. Um, Dang. <laughs> dude, I've heard that so many times in college when you, uh, for, uh, uh, oh, like a grammar Nazi. Grammar Nazi, word Nazi, whatever. Um, yeah, when I, yeah, I heard that so many times. It was, it was unbelievable. But don't go there if you are OCD in these types of areas because you're going to freak out. I'm not, and I still freaked out. Okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> My you wanna... computer screen is freaking out, by the way. Is it glitching? Yeah. Perfect. I, I'm in love. It's great. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you want to start with yours or you want to start with mine? Or do you... Um, I have both. Uh, I can't promise that I'll be able to read very smoothly while my computer screen keeps going out. So, you know, Russian roulette. Or just gonna play the odds. Oh, there it goes. And it came back. It came... And it, it, and it, and back. it came back. <laughs> you should do it in a Jamaican accent. Oh, no. I can't. Didn't we talk about that last time? I can't... Uh, Ooh. I can't risk being sued right now because somebody's offended. We should do an alleged Jamaican accent. <laughs> now they can't see us. <laughs> All right. So you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? <sighs> well, to kind of start off. We're going to be doing Puss in Boots for all of you that didn't know. You know what? Shrek. I like the Puss in Boots story. Let's do that one first. Shrek is real. It is real, son. Um, <laughs> all the fairy tales in Shrek. Holy <laughs> crafts and a half. Uh, Justina brought to my attention. Uh, Justina brought to my attention that uh, this story is almost like the main story in Shrek because you have the donkey. Right? It does mention the donkey, and I thought that was freaking hilarious. It is freaking crazy. I talk all the damn time. <laughs> yeah, I'm a talking donkey. <laughs> freaking great. It's so good. I've been thinking about Shrek so often. I actually want to watch it. I really watch Shrek every day. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the donkey's in there. You have Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots got its own, like, freaking canon, I guess, or genre, or, or what is it called? Yeah, offspring, offshoot. So, like, and Puss in Boots is a part of freaking Shrek as well. So, it's, it's just complete bananas. So, just that's what I'm going to be doing. Just in, sheer bananas. And also, we're doing Rumble Stillskin. And that was the whole point of doing, uh, what is that song? It's Baby Got Back. Baby Got Back. Ooh, Rumble Stillskin. I don't think he says that, I'm man. I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> we about to find out, guys. But it's freaking hilarious. Okay. So, let's go ahead and start with Puss in Boots. Puss. Puss in Boots. In I was actually going to do a uh, a Mexican accent. Oh, he says Rumpo Smooth Skin. Yeah, I knew it. But Ooh, Rumpo Smooth Skin. But that is the that's a joke. It's a play on freaking words. I don't know if it's a joke. Rumpo Still Skin doesn't have to do anything. You say you want to like get in my bins? <laughs> sexual activity. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. But let's go ahead and uh, jump in to Puss in Boots. Do you have any music for this? No, I don't. Oh, I can always man, put it in after. Eerie music. Wee, yeah, let's see, wee, we have the same. We have the same thoughts. So, do you want me to start reading? <laughs> I'm gonna read it. Oh, bus. Okay, you ready? You got this. Let's go. Let me actually uh, move it. Move it over here. 
Mm. Ooh, rumple smooth skin. <laughs> it's going to be stuck in my head all night. <laughs> okay. A miller had three sons. His male, a donkey, and a tomcat. The donkey. A donkey. Um, I can't do tricks actually. Keep going. <laughs> the son had to grind. The donkey had to get grain and carry flour away. The tomcat had to catch a mice. That's what it says. I'm not going to repeat the last part. Don't worry about it. <laughs> when the miller died, the three brothers divided the inheritance. The oldest received the male, the second, the donkey, the third, a tomcat, and the third felt nothing, for he was left with nothing. Thereon he said and spoke to himself, Oh my gosh, I almost went into an Irish accent. That was going to be super weird. <laughs> but I have gotten all the worst. My oldest brother can mail. My second brother can ride his donkey. Whatever. What can I start with a tomcat? Let me make a pair of fur gloves out of his pelt so it's over. Listen, said the tomcat, <laughs> who understood everything. He said... Uh, you do not need to kill me. Get a pair of bad gloves for my belt. Only uh, a pair of boots be made for me. And I can go out and be seen by all the people. Then you soon will be helped. The miller's son was in wonderment, and the tomcat so spoke. But because the shoemaker was just walking by, the miller's son called to him. Let a pair of boots be measured for him. When they were ready, the tomcat put them on, took the sack, made the bottom full of corn, but on the top a string in which one could pull it closed. Then he threw it over his back and went on two legs, like a human, out the door. In those days reigned a king in the land. He liked to eat partridges so much there was a need that none were to be gotten. The whole forest was full of them. But they were so shy that no hunter could reach them. So the tomcat knew and considered to do his master better. When he came into the forest, he opened his sack and spread the corn apart. But the cord he laid into the grass and laid it behind a hedge. There he hid himself, snuck around, and looked. Lurked. I know it says lurked. I changed it to look. Oh, this yes. guy changing the story. It bothered me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. It bothered. I'm not. I, I don't have like, OCD. Man, some of these words are not what he's we, reading, but we, I see you what's can happening lurk. here. You, you can lurk, but it just didn't sound right. Okay. He's lurking. The partridges in a pear tree soon came running, <laughs> and one after the other hopped into the sack. When a good quantity was in it, the tomcat pulled the cord closed, ran and twisted their heads around. And he threw it over his shoulder and went straight away to the king's palace. The watchman cried out, Halt! Where to? To the king, answered the tomcat quickly. Are you crazed? A tomcat to the king? Just let him go, said another. The king's often bored and the tomcat maybe amuses him with the humming and the spinning. When the tomcat came in front of the king, he made reverence and said, Meyer the Griffin, with his name it's long and distinguished, let himself be recommended to the Yard King and send him these partridges that are just caught in a sling. The king was astonished over the beautiful fat partridges. He knew not out of the pleasure how to contain himself. 
and he commanded that the tomcat be given much gold out of the treasure chamber into his sack, as he could carry. Bring that to your heir and thank him again many times over for his gift. But the poor miller's son sat at home at the window, supported his head with his hand, and thought that he spent his last for the tomcat boots. What large things will he be made to bring back? Thereon the tomcat stepped in, threw the sack on from his back, and untied it open and shook the gold in front of the miller. There you have some for the boots. The king also greets you. He says many things, uh, many thanks to you. The miller was glad over the wealth, without understanding rightly how it could come to be. But the tomcat, as he took off his boots, told him everything. <laughs> Sorry. What? It so cracks me up. <laughs> He's just like, He's untying his boots? Untie these boots you know, on his tiny little stool. Oh, you know, I just, I, I went into the forest. I got uh, portraits for the king. And, just, you know, you know, the king is fat and un, unsatisfied with everything. He just gave me gold. Scratch the belly the whole nine. <laughs> yeah, this is me purring. Purr, purr. Bark, my fellow dogs. <laughs> Last podcast on the left. Creepy pasta is just saying. Hilarious. All right. Where was I? I'm so sorry. He untied his boots, and then he told him everything. There we go. Then he said, You do have enough money now, but it should not stay that way. Tomorrow, I put on my boot skin. You will be richer still. I also told the king that you are a grief. On that day, the tomcat went, and he, as he had said, well booted to the hunt again and brought the king a rich catch. It was so all day. And the tomcat brought gold home all day like and was popular as one of the kings that he was allowed to come and go and prowl around the palace where he wanted. One time the tomcat stood in the king's kitchen by a stove and warmed himself. Thereon came this coachman and cursed I wish the king and the princess were at the executioner. I want to go to the barn, drink one, and play cards. There, I should drive them to the spits at the lake. As the tomcat heard this, he snuck home and told his heir, If a griffin you want to be, and become rich, so come outside with me and, uh, to the lake and bathe yourself there. The miller did not know what he should say to that, but followed the tomcat and went with him, undressed, stark naked, and sprang into the water. But the tomcat took his clothes and carried them away and hid them. No sooner he was finished with that, thereon the king drove by, the tomcat immediately began pathetically to lament. Ike, all merciful king, may er... <laughs> <laughs> that was almost Irish. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mind the air, bathed himself in the lake. Thereon, the leaf, a thief came and stole his clothes. He laid on the shore. Now the air, grief is in the water and he cannot come out. And if he stays any longer, he will catch a cold and die. Do you know what a graph is? No. Okay, I looked it up. <clears throat> That's actually the correct word? Graph. Yeah. No. Like, okay. What's a graph? And I, I, and it was like graph, G R A P H, 
And it's like, it shows statistics. I'm like, you suck. That's not what I mean. <laughs> not a graph, a graph. <laughs> so I had to put, like, I told the king you are a graph. And then it said, sorry, everybody, super left. Um, graph is a historical title for a German nobility. Uh, should be doing Re- a, a roughly equivalent to a count. Interesting. I should be yeah. doing a Russian accent then Maybe. instead of a German accent. So the the whole point here, the, it sounds Russian, not German, my friend. So I oh, think you're good. on the right. I guess I'm doing a good job. <laughs> you're then. on the right path here. All I know is that per when we had read this before, you know how I was like, oh, we told him you're the graph. Oh, this this is for the graph. I'm like, what the French toast is a graph? So anywho, continue. Oh, okay. No, that's really interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, is this story uh, German? I think so. I asked for American stories. Dang. And this is what I got. All right. He gets so cold. When the king heard of that, <laughs> <laughs> he called Halt. And one of his people had to chase back and of the king's clothes bring back. There Griff put on the magnificent clothes, and because the king away for the partridges he thought to receive from him, he held his worth, and so he had to sit with him in the carriage. That is a hard freaking sentence to say, I'll tell you what, or to read. The princess was also not upset over it, because the Graf was young and handsome. She liked him quite well. But the tomcat went ahead and came along to the grass field, where over a hundred people were making hay. Who does this grass field belong to, you people? said the tomcat. The great magician, listen. The king will soon drive by. When he asks, who does this grass field belong to, you answer, the griff. The griff. (laughs) (laughs) And if you do not do that, You'll all be struck and dead. Thereon, the tomcat went further and came to a grain field so large that no one could oversee it. There stood more than 200 people that were cutting the grain. (laughs) (laughs) It says, and cut the grain. Oh, man. You're welcome. (laughs) Whose grain field is this, you people? The magician. Listen, listen. You listening? Listen. (laughs) The king will drive by now. When he asked, who's the grain belongs to? So answer, the grief. And if you do not, <laughs> let me tell you, you will also be stricken dead right away. Kaputz. Finally, the tomcat came to the magnificent force. There stood more than 300 people, felled big oaks, and made wood. Hi, whose force is this, you people? Magician. The magician, a bunch of whiners, huh? Listen, you know the king, he'll drive by now. When he does, I ask you, whose force this belong to? So answer, the grief, okay? And if you do not, <laughs> oh yeah, please do not. You all be killed, please. Do not say this. Be this is the only one where he says, you're going to be killed. Like, hands down. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm done with this nonsense. You're just going to be killed. You will be killed. All. Done. Deeds, nothing, notes. The tomcat went still further. The people all looked after him, and because he stood so wonderfully, 
as a human walked in boots. They were afraid of him. Okay. <laughs> Soon he came to a magnificent palace, stepped boldly in, and in front of him, the magician looked at him contemptuously. He asked what he wanted. The tomcat made reverence and said, I have heard that you could transform yourself into every kind of animal and choose by your own will. A hound, a fox, even a wolf concerned. That I would believe, but of an elephant, it seems quite impossible. Therefore, I have come to convince myself. The magnificent magician said proudly, That's trifle to me. And in a wink of an eye, transformed himself into an elephant. That is much, but also in a lion? That is also nothing, said the magician, and stood as a lion in front of the tomcat. The tomcat made himself startled and cried, Unbelievable, unheard of. Oh, I said, I would never dream of coming into my thoughts, but more still, all else, it would be if, I could if you could transform yourself into such a small animal as a mouse is. Okay. Catch the bait, huh? No. He's a freaking joker. Sorry. This, <laughs> the story just cracks me up. I'm like, you he, dummy. You may be a great magician, or magician, but you ain't too smart. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, that was like, that's the first line in this. That what did the tomcat do? He was told to catch mice. Mm, that's the one thing he was doing right now. I'm just saying. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. um, it's unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How are much from other peeps? Um, yeah. If you could transform yourself into such a small animal, is a mouse? Is? You certainly can do more. Anything other magician in the world. But that you would be certain too high for you. The magician was very friendly from sweet words and said, Ach. Dear cat, I can do that also. And sprung as a mouse around the room. The tomcat went after him, caught the mouse, and with one jump, ate him up. But the king was still driving to the spitzer with the griff and the princess and came to a large field. Who does this hay belong to? The king asked. Yeah, griffin, cried all. The tomcat had commanded them. Thou hast a pretty piece of land, Air Griff, said he. Thereafter, they came to a large grain field. And who does this grain field belong to, you people? The Griff. Aye. Air Griff, large, big estate. <laughs> Thereon to the forest. And who does this wood belong to, you people? <laughs> the Griff? <laughs> The king was astonished even more and said, Thou hast a rich man, Air Griff, I do believe. Thou must be rich man, Air Griff, I do not believe that I have such a magnificent forest. Finally, they came to the palace. The tomcat stood on top of the stairs as the wagon stopped below. He sprung down, opened the door, and said, Your king, thou comest into the palace of my heir, the Griff, that he's honored to him and make him happy in his life long days. The king stepped out and marveled 
at the magnificent building. That was also almost larger than and more beautiful than his own. But the griff led the princess upstairs into his hall. That was shimmering with gold and precious stones. Thereon the princess was promised to the griff, and when the king died, he was king. But the booted tomcat became first minister. <laughs> okay. Well, there it is, friends. <laughs> that is Puss in Boots. Wow. That story is so freaking hilarious. I mean, you know, with a little help. Just saying. Just saying. I don't know. Uh, I just want to put it out there real quick. If you have any comments on my German accent, forget you. Okay? Okay? You don't know. I, I don't even know how to read, and now you're expecting me to do accents? Nobody cares, right? Wow. No, like, nobody oh, cares about geez. their opinion, guy. You, you, you see how? You see how? No. But if you guys have any comments, definitely let me know. And if you do not want to hit me up on Facebook or Instagram about that, email me. Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com and say, hey, Chris, you suck. No, four. What is this story you're doing? Rumpelstiltskin? Rumpelstiltskin. If you mm-hmm. want to get... Mm-hmm. All right. Rumpelstiltskin. I... Uh, so, come to find out, it wasn't... It's not just the last podcast on the left that calls them creepy pastas. They're actually called creepy pastas. That's what I was telling you. Um, Shut your mother-loving face. A creepy pastas. A spooky spaghetti, which is probably... Last podcast on the left's um, saying for that. No. <laughs> They're also called like spooky spaghettis. Are they? Creepy pastas, spooky spaghettis. I've seen American Archives Creepypasta, creepypasta.com. If you have any creepy stories that aren't super gory, <laughs> but more on the funny side, I will take them. Yeah, absolutely. If you definitely have them and you created your own, Definitely send them to thebanishedapostle at gmail.com. Oh, sorry. Thebanishedapostlepodcast at gmail.com. And I will attempt to read them. I would love to read them. It'd be a really good time. And the only two accents that I know, German and uh, English. Not British, English. What did you think about the Once Upon a Time show? It's a little corny at first, huh? Um, Let's see. It's, I mean, if you're watching it, I'll watch it. But if you're not... You're not, not going to, like, turn it on. I mean, I, I got to get through the first season, right? It's like the first couple episodes where you're just like, uh, but then you start kind of understanding why they, like, flash back and forward, you know, so you can get a little backstory and all the jazz. But... Do you know what's the funny thing is that I once walked in on you watching this. Yeah. And I was, like, trying to pay attention, and it kept flashing back and forward, and I was like, what the hell is going <laughs> on? <laughs> I don't forget yeah, like, what's going this. on, and I'm trying to like give you a bunch of backstory, and you're like, I can't, just stop talking to me right now. <laughs> Guys, I got a 89 in psychology, 89.7. He could have just given me the 90. I'm just gonna say. Anywho, what do you know about Rumple, Christopher? Um, Rumple, nothing. Still skin, nothing. Rumple, still skin. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Not a damn no, thing. No, no, no. <laughs> the only thing I know is from um, Shrek. I think it's uh, number three, where Rumpelstiltskin is um, in. Uh, I, so the funny thing is, just to kind of let you know my life, not you, Justina, 
uh, the listeners. I'm sure there's a lot of things I don't know. It's um, only been 10 years. <laughs> I was not told any stories as a kid. Nothing. Not no. a darn story. Me either. Oh, only the Tallywhacker Man, which is not a story. It's just something to scare people with. It's like the Kukui. The Baba Yaga. <laughs> Baba Yaga. What was it called? The oh. Boogeyman? Uh-huh. The Kukui, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Baba, y- Baba Yaga. That's what um, a freaking, what is his name? Neo. He's Neo. What, is it? what the freak is it called? I can't remember. He has a dog. The dog dies because some, someone kills it. I guess he didn't die. Someone killed it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the name. Frick. Oh my goodness. But yeah, okay. No, really nothing. So I wasn't told stories as a little kid. Um, so nothing. I know a little, about the, a little bit about the leprechauns, but only things that I've made up, and that's it. <laughs> so Rumpstillskin <laughs> is uh, a little bit of a... Okay, yeah, that's it. I really don't know. I'm trying to think of things. I only thought about, um, I think it's Sleeping Beauty. So, and she had to, skin is in Sleeping Beauty? Um, <laughs> no. Oh. But she had to um, spin straw or something? Or she's the one who pricked her finger? Yeah, she pricked her finger So, like, my memory is not great, guys. <laughs> she has a better memory than me, so you can only think. I don't, <laughs> I don't even remember people's names that I've known for years. <laughs> I mean, he gets the first letter, right? Yes, finally. And Ten years later. I can sit here and say, you know what? Yes, honey, I know exactly who you're talking about. You know that one person with an L? And I'm like, what do you mean? And if he can give me just like a brief story, I'm like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am the secretary. That's what I am. Yeah, so she keeps all the catalog of people's names. Uh... I try. Lord, I try. What about you? What'd you, what'd you know about Rumpelstiltskin? I know zero about Rumple, actually. Um, it was only when I saw once mm-hmm. where I was old enough to like remember these things. I mean, I'm sure remember. I was old enough. Where, to... did you, where did you hear these stories prior? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay, I'm, okay. I'm saying like if I ever heard a story, my mom had like a bunch of books about like, like, you know, like folk stories or fairy tales or whatever but Folklore, i never yeah. i never really well one i did i didn't read that was a joke and they didn't read to me but my mom was super busy as your mom was just always working yeah um so like getting time with them was really really rough <laughs> it was really rough <laughs> it was really rough <laughs> the point is i sorry i'm sorry I oh sorry. my gosh that's a story for another time um gosh christopher um <laughs> The the point is, is our moms are thugs. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I didn't like read anything. I didn't hear about these things. Um, and if we were told in school, I don't remember that. All I know is that in once, you know, Rumpel's the one who knows the future, sees the future, and then um, makes deals for his own personal gain. Um, and in the Rumpel story that I'm about to read you, he asks for a child now in the story he doesn't really explain why the heck he wants the kid in the show it doesn't necessarily talk about how to stop him why he, yeah well he's like unstoppable um the story gets really intense in in the show so you you have to watch it um but like he asks for like weird favors weird things and then in the long run he's like you start seeing how things 
come together for his personal gain. And so in the in the real world, his name is Mr. Gold. And in obviously the fairy tale land, he's obviously Rumpel. Um, and so things just like kind of come together from this like random knowledge that we have. So does that does that follow Rumpel. through um, in uh, once that he, all the things that he promises these people, it's for his own gain? It's yeah. Okay. Yeah, everything is for Rumpel's gain because he's like greedy. And he plays mind games where it's like, hey, if you just tell me your name, um, that's all I want. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, the first episode of Once, right? He goes, I'll tell you what's going to happen as long as you tell me what your daughter's name is going to be. No, but he asked for the daughter. Right. He asked for the daughter's no no oh, no not in the not in the story, but in the show. I'm saying the yeah. first episode. He says, What's the daughter's name? That's all I want. It's the daughter's name. She finally tells her Emma, right? Mm -hmm. And then the curse happens. They end up in the real world, right? Outside of the fairy book land kind of place. And they're like, Oh, my mom, my birth mom is here or whatever. Her name's Emma. Wait, and, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, stop, stop explaining it. That's watch, it. Long watch story it. short. No spoils. It's just the first episode. So you <laughs> can see how like he, he gets little information and then it starts to just work in his favor to screw everybody else over. Yeah, yeah. Um, it turns out to be a crazy mess. And so here in this story, you're going to hear how Rumpel is just a manipulative little douchebag. So. A little piece of work. Oh. Oh my gosh. You're making me do a lot of editing, you know? I'm so sorry. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, everybody. So Rumpelstiltskin is how you say it. I'm never going to say this right. So, Fairy tale by the Brothers Grimm. So there were once, yet again, was a miller who was poor, but he had a beautiful daughter. And it happened one day that he came to speak with the king and to give himself consequence, he told him that he had a daughter who could spin gold out of straw. And the king said to the miller, hmm, that is an art that pleases me well. So if thy daughter is as clever as you say, bring her to my castle tomorrow that I may put her to the proof. Maybe, maybe, okay, let me, let me stop you there. Maybe it's uh, tomorrow. Good morrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, but it's like good morrow. Is the date not young? It's from Romeo Juliet. Sorry. Maybe it's going to morrow. <laughs> There's a dash. Okay, it's to dash morrow. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna let you just go for it. You know, you just keep going. When the girl was brought to him, okay, he led her into a room that was quite full of straw and gave her a wheel and spindle and said now set to work, and if by early morning thou hast not spun the straw to gold, thou shalt die. And he shut the door himself, and nobody else did it for him, and then left her there alone, and the poor miller's daughter was left there sitting and could not think what to do uh, uh, for her life. So she had no notion how to set to work and spin the gold from straw, and in her distress, oh, no, sorry, 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 and her distress grew so so great that she began to weep. Then all at once the door opened, and in came a little man who said, Good evening, Miller daughter. Why are you crying? 
Oh, answered the girl, I have got to spin gold out of straw, and I don't understand the business. <laughs> the business. Then the little man said, What will you give me if I spin it for you? My necklace, said the girl. The little man took the necklace, hmm. yes. seated himself before the wheel, and <laughs> three times around, the bobbin was full. Then he took up another, and <laughs> three times around, and that was full. So he went on till morning. Mm -hmm. and when all the straw had been spun and all the bobbins were full of gold. And once mm -hmm. <laughs> Mr. Gold, i.e. Rumple, he spins, I, I think, straw and just like twirls the gold in his hand. And it's like a gold thread almost. Yeah. And they're in like his hand. Yeah, he'll just like hold the thread as it's spinning and like turning into gold, right? So it's going okay. around the thing. Yeah, yeah. And then someone asks him, like, it's in one of random episodes, like, asks him, like, what are you doing? He's like, it soothes me. <laughs> like, the French. <laughs> hey, but no, I mean, you're, you're a person that likes crocheting, right? Right. And it soothes you. Yeah. Well, okay. Knitting and crocheting, these are the business to give me bad news, put some yarn in my hand. Please don't talk to me while I'm sewing. I'm already yeah. like internally cussing and losing my crap. Like just, I love my dresses. I love having dresses. That's me dealing with people talking to me. I'm just cursing inside of my head. And you're just like, Shut <laughs> losing it. Anyway, so the bobbins were full of gold, right? Okay. So at sunrise came the king. Oh, I'll say that again. At sunrise came the king. And when he saw the goat, he was astonished and very much rejoiced, for he was very avaricious. Good he, job. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think it said? Um, Avatar. I read Aventatious the first time. Yeah, I think you did. I read Avatar. I love you. <laughs> That's why I love you. He was very Avatar. <laughs> He had the miller's daughter taken into another room filled with straw, much bigger than the last. And he told her that as she valued her life, she must spin it all in one night. The girl did not know what to do. So she began to cry and the door opened and the little man appeared and said, What will you give me if I spin all the straw into gold? Wait, pause, pause. All I could think, <laughs> if I was in this chick's position, mm. I would be like, what if I told him I didn't value my life? Would I die? I if you value your life. I don't, actually. Actually. I don't value my life. You can just go ahead and kill me and take I'm, me away from this nonsense. I'm pretty locked in this room. There's not very much Yikes. value to my life. I just punched the mic. No big deal. I, <laughs> I, I was just thinking how she's like, she didn't know how to do the business before <laughs> let's let's define business she didn't know how to spin this stuff into gold right but it just like it cracked me <laughs> up because she was like oh i don't know what to do about this business oh, yeah. you know like oh the business and now she's like she just don't know what to do anymore these brothers grim why are you writing it like this <laughs> anyway i think it's people that are yeah let me not say my anything. face freaking hurts dude um smiling too much um at sunrise. Wait, okay, wait. so we read that. Yeah, yeah. And so he says, what will you give me if I spin all the straw? She says, the ring on my finger? 
answered the girl. So the little man took the ring <laughs> and he began to be, began again and send the wheel whirring around. You know, and by the next me. morning, <laughs> all the straw was spun into glistening gold. The king, <laughs> the king was rejoiced beyond measure at the sight. But as he could never have enough gold, he had the miller's daughter taken into a still larger room full of straw and said, this too must be spun in one night. Damn, this guy's you would so think, rude. You would think you can be like, okay, girl, I'll give you a week since, you know, we all know you can do it. I'll give you a week. Joker. In one night. And if you accomplish it, you shall be my wife. <laughs> Let me tell you, this guy is bad with money. Why does he have three rooms full of straw, of straw. <laughs> instead of just having one gigantic room? Come on. Another thing is, if you value your life, if I was this girl, I'd be like, kill me. I'm not going to be this man's wife. Whoa. Yeah, right. Whoa, that's that's a bit far. Just saying. No one said he was going to marry her. He, he just did. No, he didn't. If you accomplish it, you shall be my wife. Oh. And I'm like, somebody kill me. Somebody that I used to know. Exactly. So has nothing to do with it. So, <laughs> exactly. It has everything to do with it. Because I said so. So for he thought, although she's but a miller's daughter. Why do you have to emphasize but? She's is, but. Because she ain't nothing but the miller's daughter. I'm not likely to find anyone richer in the whole world. Don't you think if this was her job that he just wouldn't be a miller? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Let's, apparently these people just don't have a brain. He would be a griff. Like uh, the graph, right? A graph. Yeah, like the stinking... <laughs> have I been seeing griff this whole time? Yes, and I've <laughs> oh corrected gosh. you like three times and you've ignored me. Uh, it's fantastic. I love it. The I'm stupid magician, not so bright. The king, also not so bright. That, that, uh, that freaking magician was uh, Jar Jar Minks. Me don't know what you're saying. <laughs> You don't know, she doesn't know who Jar Jar Binks is. Just, just laugh with me, say, people. I'm like, dude, I suck. So for all you haters out there, I've not ever seen a Star Wars movie. Jeez. Um, you're welcome. As <laughs> soon as the girl was left alone, the little man appeared for the third time and said, <laughs> What will you give me? <laughs> what will you give me if I spin all the straw for you this time? Mm, well, I have nothing left to give. Well, damn you. Answered the girl. Then you... Mm? Hmm? Then you must promise me your first child. You will have after your queen. She said, nah, dog, I ain't going to be no queen. (laughs) Said the little man. (laughs) But... Is that me? I think so. Wait, no. But (laughs) who knows whether that will happen, thought the girl. See, this is that thing where Rumple like says, "You're gonna have a kid." I know it because he can see the future. You're welcome. Um, thought the girl, okay. So, but as she did not know what else to do in her necessity, not in the business, she promised the little man what he desired. Upon which he began to spin mm-hmm. until the straw was cold, mm-hmm. and when it. And when in the morning the king came and found all done according to his wish. He caused the wedding to be held at once, and the miller's pretty daughter became a queen. Now, one, the miller lost. He tried to pawn his daughter off 
She got, for what? Wait, for what though? I maybe just like just responsibility's sake. He was a, he was just a miller. Yeah. And he's like, here, take my kid. She's pretty. Yeah. And I just realized that he didn't get crap from this. He didn't get nothing. And uh, hey, yo, what? queen. So what happens my while king. they were married? What? I'm they did the like, business. That no, was the business she was talking about. Joker. What I'm saying <laughs> is, is that like, did he ask her for more gold? Did Rumple just keep coming? I don't know. Okay. I'm more worried about the Miller. Okay. These are all the things. Um, I was going with John Travolta there. <sighs> hey, King. Uh, can you can you catch me breaking? Take my daughter. I don't. I don't really know how to do it. I'm sorry. Damn. I tried. Scientology. I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> Do you know John Travolta's king? What are you saying? Yes, yes, I do know. I didn't know Allegedly, that. allegedly he's gay. I didn't gay. know that. Just put that out there. Allegedly. Anyways. We said it. I love him. I don't care. Uh, do, do, Sandy. Do, 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 do. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, so in a year's time, she made zero more gold, apparently. So <laughs> made a child. Hello. Um, sorry, I had random comments that just didn't come out. In the year's time, she brought a fine child into the world and thought, no more of the little man. But one day, he came suddenly into her room and said, Now give me your child. Promise to me. <laughs> so the queen was terrified greatly and offered the little man all the riches of the kingdom if he would only leave her child leave the child but the little man said no i would rather have something living than all the treasures of the world see why rumble why why uh why have the world but forfeit your soul maybe but he just like wants maybe he's biblical company i guess he maybe he's biblical this okay. This <laughs> is sorry. This in the show, he's really lonely. Oh, why are you spoiling things for I'm people? I'm not spoiling. Spoiler I mean, you'll, alert! You'll freaking get it, dude. No spoils. That is spoils. This is an old show. If you haven't seen it, freaking get on Disney Plus, get your free trial in, and binge the crap out of that show. Okay. Then the queen began to lament and to weep, so that the little man would have pity upon her. I will give you three days, he said. And at the end of that, you cannot tell me my name. You must give me. You must give up the child to me. See? Totally messed it up. Freaking rumple. Then the queen spent the whole night think, think, thinking like Winnie the Pooh. Just kidding. Thinking over the names that she had think, ever think, heard. Think. Exactly. And sent a messenger throughout the land to ask far and wide for all the names that could be found. And when the little man came the next name, beginning with Casper, Malikior, Balthazar, she repeated all she knew, okay? And then went through the whole list, but after each, the little man said, That's not my name. That's not my name, okay? So the second day, the queen sent to inquire of all the neighbors that were servants what the servants were called, sorry, and told the little man all the most unusual singular names, saying, perhaps you were called roast ribs or sheep shanks or spindle shanks. But he answered nothing but. That's not my name. 
So the third day, the messenger came back again and said, I have not been able to find one single new name, but I passed through the words and I got you some tea. Just kidding. I came to a high hill near it. There was a little house and before the house burned a fire and around the fire danced a comical little man and he hopped on one leg and cried. Today I bake, tomorrow I brew. Today after that the queen's child comes in, and oh, I am glad that no one knew the name that I am called. Rumple still skin. Joker. See, that's what you get. <laughs> so, I'm like, see, that's what you get. So you cannot think how pleased the queen was to hear that name. And soon afterwards, when the little man walked in and said, Now, Mrs. Queen, what is my name? She said first, Hmm. Are you called Jack? No. Answered he. Are you called Harry? No. She asked again and he answered. And then she said, perhaps your name is Rumpelstiltskin? The devil told you that. The devil told you that. Cried the little man. And in his angers, he stamped with his right foot so hard <sighs> that it went into the ground above his knee. My knee. Then he seized his left foot with both his hands in such a fury that he split in two. And there was the end of him. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. That's a really tiny dude. He literally just ripped himself in half. He was so pissed off. He broke his femur. I have small children in our house that do things very similar. Oh, my gosh. He's ridiculous. Oh, it is German. Rumpelstiltskin German. Sorry. I'm looking at the translations. Oh, yeah, maybe it's just translations. Never mind. It's able to me the page that actually says that it is translating into German. But, you guys, that is one tiny bit of what we'll be doing. I would say... Maybe every month. Uh, we'll see how it really works out. I definitely want to find other stories. Um, well, one thing I want to do, I want to surprise you with a couple. So obviously I'm going to practice a couple and then uh, throw them your way and kind of get your first reactions to this. Oh, geez. So I, I, I will attempt not to do any that are uh, frightening in a way of gore. Hmm. And by attempt, I will not. I will not. Unless it's like a rush job and I'm like, okay, I'm reading the first sentences and in the middle, the juice is there and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't read this. I'm so sorry. I love it. But yeah, you guys. Um, if, once again, if you guys have any creepypastas, now that my wife understands that creepypasta is just what it's called, send them our way and we'll attempt to read them. And you can always send that at, I mean, you can do it through Facebook or Instagram. Just go ahead and hit us up there. But if you guys want to keep it private, it is the banished apostle podcast at gmail.com that you can send those there. And if you have stories of uh, just random stories, whether it is paranormal or, um, I don't know, biblical, something you guys want to actually hear, you can also send that at the banished apostle podcast at gmail.com. Do you have any last words? I mean, what do you think of this story? <laughs> I like the story of Rumpel. Um, I think it's like 
the joke's on you, brother. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I like it. Does it? I, I mean, like these little stories because they just crack me up. Like this stinking little cat. They only mention the fact that somebody is terrified of him because he's walking on two legs. Um, yeah, that's no, 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 no. It wasn't that he was walking in two legs. It's that he walked in the boots like a human. Right. And it was just, it's <laughs> only mentioned once, right? Like, hey, you people, first of all, you people over there. You that's friends? not that's not how you said it. Uh who owns this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, uh the magician. Like, what? Who? Exactly. And they're like, okay, great. You say that it's the graphs, and if you don't, you're gonna die. Got it? Got it. I'm like, who the French toast? Like, are these people hallucinating? What's going on? Like until the end where he's tired running ahead of the, the coach, you know, and is like, yo, you say it's the graphs or I'm gonna kill you. Be done. <laughs> you know, look here. Like, you're gonna go. And you're nobody, gonna go in front of these graphs, and you're gonna say these graphs. I keep freaking saying graph. The what is it? A graph, right? It's I a graph. Write. Yeah, it's, it's, it or like grafen. So, uh, they, j- just you know, long story. It just cracks me up that they're. It's not acknowledged at all throughout the story. Could this be real? Uh, <laughs> I would say. No. No? But I would say yes to Bumble. You know what's interesting? You're These welcome. are tails. There's tails on the back of a cat. Maybe. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe, maybe fairy tales or folklore. And what are the differences between those two things? I have no idea. So depending upon what those things could be, because you go from tales to fairy tales to folklore from folklore to lore from, from lore and i know i'm saying that wrong excuse me um all the way to uh what is it called passed on knowledge what is that called it is foreknowledge no no when when you pass on knowledge through the medium of words dude i freaking can't call it jeez man what is it, what is it called give me a second it's gonna come to me you it got is, this um, where like, how do you figure out your family's history, and it's told verbally? Dude, it's I'm the wrong. <laughs> prior prior to Samaria, they would tell their history through stories, and that's how people remembered their history. And I cannot remember the word. And if you know the word, let us know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, these stories are really interesting. They're not too bad, and um. There's a lot of funny instances where, like, things that could not happen do happen, like a freaking cat walking upright, wearing boots. I mean, number one thing, he's freaking talking. I just, I can't. It just cracks me up. And I, I'm ready to read the other ones just for kicks and maybe even read them to our kids. Um, I don't know. I think Ezekiel yeah, will maybe. have... Um, he just, I think he'll get a kick out of them. Be like, this stupid cat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, that one's, that one's pretty, uh, you know, and the rumple friendly. one, like he's not going to understand that they like ripped in half. He's going to be like, oh man, you know, like whatever. Um, yeah, maybe that's something we should do. They, I think they'll think it's funny, but here is a, before we go, a meme that I'm looking at and it's a guy from Supernatural. His face is looking like, mm. and it says, if there's a heaven's no and a hell yes, why isn't there a purgatory maybe? 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Freaking hate it. Let's see. I'm tired. I'm surprised you didn't send that through Facebook. But you guys, I really appreciate you guys stopping in. It's definitely been fun, especially for me and Justina, just going back and forth and trying to play off these things. It's been really, really interesting. And once again, we do have social media, so please find us on the Banished Apostle podcast at any of the social media platforms. And also gmail.com. Hit us up. Let us know some stories, some of your stuff. Follow us. Hey, post some stuff on um, the page. And let's just get this community going and um there's some interesting stuff down the pipeline i'm trying to hit up a bunch of other podcasts you know get a little knowledge going but i must say how can people believe in bigfoot but not believe in god but wait, wait 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 let me flip this on you how can people that believe in god not believe in bigfoot welcome to the Twilight Zone. Uh-huh. <laughs>